I think one of the things that we can do when beginning to foster unity between siblings and step-siblings is really just establishing from the get-go what honor and respect will look like in your home um, and setting that foundation from the beginning. Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF Podcast. We are pumped to be with you as we complete this series on sibling unity. Yes. Before we get into this, if you haven't taken an opportunity yet, like, share, comment, show us that you like us. Because uh, we would love to interact with you. You can also email us at info at blendedkingdomfamilies.com if there are topics that you would love to see us cover. We'd love to hear from you. Also, before we dive in, the mm-hmm. Blended Couples Conference is coming up. You're going to hear us talk about this a lot this summer because we think it's an awesome event. It's at yeah. Fellowship Church in Grapevine, Texas. You can go to the website, see the entire speaker lineup. It's phenomenal. Yes. Vanessa and I, Pastor Jimmy Evans, Ed and Lisa Young. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So we look forward to seeing you there. So today we're going to dive into a different concept of the sibling unity, which is really going to be looking at the newly blended. Right. So this is when you have new siblings, like brand new, mm-hmm. maybe even prior to the, I mean, before the wedding, right. and you're just kind of preparing to blend. What are some things? And we're going to try to tackle this, uh, the siblings at all different age groups. Yeah. So maybe looking at the really young kids, the teenagers and adult children. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys, we know that when it comes to beginning to blend, there are so many so many things going on, and especially mm. for the children, especially if you've, you know, depending on how long it's been since uh, you and your ex-spouse separated. So they've been, you know, living without uh, mom and dad in the same house, you know, mm-hmm. transitioning back and forth, you know, adding uh, new siblings and a new step parent to the mix can be really overwhelming yeah. and it can be a challenging time. And so this is one of those, um, one of those areas where we really want to navigate with grace and with understanding and just a lot of patience in that Mm -hmm. process um you know one of the first things that we would recommend is that whenever you're beginning to blend and you're introducing um just really being prayerful about that time uh together with Mm -hmm. your uh you know, new, new spouse, or like if y'all are dating and you're Mm -hmm. engaged, you're like, we're beginning to build. Okay. Now we're going to introduce making that introduction, um, you know, a great experience or trying to Mm -hmm. create, um, just an environment where it, where it feels safe. It feels open. Um, and, um, where everybody can have understanding and have fun. Yeah. I mean, remember, and we've talked about this in our book, blended and redeemed kids bond through fun and time. Yeah. So if you're going to introduce the kids, it, it may be a great idea to do it like at an amusement park or yeah. at an event or something that, that maybe the, the focus isn't solely on, yeah. are you guys going to get along or sure. you know, what are yeah. we going to do here? So create kind of a third party, almost distraction of like, let's just make sure they have fun together. Mm-hmm. Make sure that we're starting our blended family on a concept of creating some traditions, but also enjoying each other. You know, kids are not adults. They yeah. don't have the concept of the seriousness of these situations. Yeah. Uh, and in a lot of cases, they're still they're still hurting from, you know, what's happened before. So while they may be excited, they may have, you know, conflicting feelings. Yeah. Uh, and all and then you couple all that with not only getting a new maybe it's stepmom or stepdad, but they're getting new brothers and sisters. Yes. And 
man, depending upon the age, if they're if they're little, if they're younger, that sometimes can be a little bit easier because yeah. there's not a lot of um, you know highly highly set emotions. Mm-hmm. Although there may be some that you you know are a little trouble to deal with, mm-hmm. but as kids are maybe in their teenage years, yeah. you're talking about you know whether it's a boy or a girl, and maybe yeah. two boys or two girls. I mean the complexities with that. Yeah. Um, we don't want to hesitate to insert some fun. Um, when you talk about the adult children, which yeah. we tried, we said we're going to try to hit all of them. I mean, that's a completely different environment where mm-hmm. we want to have a reason to come together. We want, you know, the adult children may really want to understand who this other spouse is. Sure. Now, so they may have a yeah. lot of good questions. Um, so we want to make sure that we're, like you said, prayerful and patient and have a lot of grace yeah. as these new siblings interact. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that we've talked about um, with how you can create unity or that that bond with mm-hmm. new siblings, especially, and, and I think you said it great, Scott, is you were talking about creating opportunities and, mm-hmm. um, and having a lot of fun. But, you know, I think one of the things that we can do when beginning to foster unity between siblings and step-siblings is really just establishing from the get-go what honor and respect Mm. will look like in your home um, and setting that foundation from the beginning. You know, uh, I remember when my mom and stepdad first introduced me and my stepsister, Mm. and this was not the ideal situation. So my mom and dad uh, dated three months Mm. and then got married. So after three months of dating, got married. So I, I met my stepsister and my stepdad. And then three months later, we were a family and it was very fast and very furious. And I remember the first time that I met them, we went to lunch together. Mm. I remember we went to El Chico Mexican restaurant Love El Chico's, and, um, and it was really awkward. It was just awkward. And I just remember uh, my stepsister talked a lot. Um, And, uh, and if anybody knows our family, my sister is a talker. So I just remember she talked a lot and there wasn't a whole lot of interaction. So, you know, I love that you said, have fun, you know, do activities, something together, kind of like having that distraction. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember from the beginning, my parents set forth just the foundation of Jesus in our family and that we were going to honor and we were going to respect one another um, and just believe the best in each other. I just remember them being very uh, just intent and intentional about, hey, as a family, like this is what we're going to do and this this is how we're going to treat one another. And I think when we can do that from the beginning, it can help um, you know, not only set, um, an expectation, but it can also just lay that strong foundation that you will need later on down the road. Yeah. Well, and, and I love that you talked about respect and I love that you talked about foundation. I, I also want to point out when you're newly blending and as new siblings interact, remember that they don't really know each other. Sure. So we need to be very cautious not to put them in awkward positions. Right, right. You know, we've we've heard stories, we've we've had people come, you know, right into the ministry about teenage kids blending and all of a sudden you have a teenage girl and a teenage boy that dating. Are, yeah, that, that or they're, maybe, yeah. they're 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 getting um, intimate. I yeah. mean, we we've gotten a lot of a lot of that. So it it is extraordinarily important to set the posture of your family I love that you said respect and, 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 and a foundation on Jesus, but also being, you know, depending upon the age of those children and, and their makeup, you know, being gentle about that integration and yeah. being mindful that, hey, you know, we've got, you know, new rules in this house, new you know, boundaries, new boundaries yeah. in this house. And, and we do this all in the premise of setting up a healthy blended family. Yes. Uh, we don't want 
chaos to be uh, ensued because we missed a detail. Sure. Uh, and again, with new siblings, there's this there's this overpowering situation that with a new wedding and a new family, almost the siblings and the children almost like an afterthought. Sure. It's like six months later, you look up and you're like, why are we having this problem? And, right. and the reason you're having it is because you didn't pay attention to that detail of understanding that, hey, you know, uh, they can't share bedrooms right. or, hey, yeah. you know, the children are uh, of, of an age gap that doesn't really make sense for them sure. to have that kind of personal relationship. So it, there's some sensitivities to this that we we know working in this uh, with this population mm-hmm. that we've seen problems occur. Sure. Yeah. So to understate its sensitivity, it would be a, a misrepresentation. You right. have to be conscious of this. Yes. Um, and th- the last thing we want to talk about as we kind of wrap this series up on unity, and I think it goes back to everything that we've talked about in every episode of this, yeah. is prayer, persistence, and patience, and perseverance. Mm-hmm. I gave you four P's in the wrong order, but in the wrong okay. order. But I do that sometimes because yes. I, I I'm cool and I roll like that, but I'll, I'll address them in the right order. Number one, we want to, we want to be in prayer mm-hmm. for this and, and asking the Holy spirit specifically to point out areas where yeah. they need to be pointed out. Yeah. Uh, asking prayer for your marriage to make sure that it stays strong. Because I will tell you, those sibling situations sure. will cause havoc in your marriage. They will. And and we see a lot of parents want to take the other kid's side. You know, when the yeah. kids aren't getting along, it's, well, your child is doing this to mine. Yeah. And it really causes a wedge between the the wife and husband. And we deal with that more than we'd like to admit. You yeah. know, we see so many families come in for situations just like that. So you're absolutely right. 100%. Patience is needs to be present every day yes and understand that just because you had a good day today doesn't mean you'll have a good day tomorrow right uh because kids are kids and they yeah. you know because they don't have the emotional intelligence or the maturity to consistently act the same way yeah. you're going to get ebbs and flows you're going to get highs mm-hmm. and lows so being patient uh with those kids in their situation yeah. can can reduce the amount of stress that not only you're feeling in your marriage, Mm -hmm. but also your parenting stress. Well, and to add to that real quick, before you move on Mm -hmm. to the last one is that, you know, your kids may hit it off at the beginning. You know, they may be like, I love my new stepbrother. I love my new stepsister. And then, you know, five months into your marriage, like all heck breaks loose and they can't stand one another. And you're like, what happened? And all of a sudden this peaceful united family is then, you know, you're having all these issues and it's starting to cause dysfunction. And so, you know, you guys, that is very normal there. We hear of honeymoon phases, especially in blended families, you know, in the beginning it's great. And then all of a sudden things start happening and, you know, um, and then everything kind of, um, you know, begins to just, I don't want to say fall apart, but like you start, you start seeing things that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that's why it's always good to like get those resources, get in family counseling, do the things, um, that are going to prepare you guys for if, or when those situations do have, you do have, but being persistent in the process, don't give up. Um, seasons look different. And like you said, Mm. one day may be good. One day may be bad. Three years may be good and three years may be bad. Mm. I mean, we have been there before and, um, and I just want to say, don't grow weary. Mm. Don't grow weary in, in that. Just keep being persistent in pursuing your children. Um, and hopefully they will want to pursue one another in relationship. Yeah. 
I'll close with this, and, and I think this is probably one of the most important things that we'll say on this topic, is get planted in the local church. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to create a tradition in your family, before you look at where we're going to have Thanksgiving or do we open a present on Christmas Eve, create the tradition that every Sunday yeah. you're in the church and you are getting fed. Um, that is your aid. That mm-hmm. is your support system. That is your healer. Um, that you're tapping into on a regular basis, not only for messages, for uh, relationship with God, but also community. Um, Your children will appreciate that more than you can ever recognize. And it will be a grace and savior for you in some of your darkest times. Um, As a Christian, we have the ability to plug in to the source of of everything. And Mm -hmm. we have the ability to to come to that table whether it's once a week or once a day yeah but so many christians don't and they wonder why they struggle in these areas or they wonder why their children struggle um this is a very simple fix yeah is find a local church that feeds you and then revolve your life around that church yeah it's schedule it's Wednesdays, all that stuff. Yes. Well, and the last thing is the perseverance. So yeah. we touched on that just a minute, but I, I just want to reemphasize, don't grow weary. Um, persevering through these seasons mm-hmm. and through these, you know, highs and lows of sibling unity, um, it can be difficult, but um, our perseverance through that, it's only going to build character. It's going to make us stronger. It's going to make your uh, children, maybe not in the moment closer, but Mm -hmm. it will cause a closeness and growth in between them as well. 100%. Yeah. Hey guys, hope you've enjoyed this series on sibling unity. If you missed the first three, please go back and check them out. A lot of great nuggets of, of practical and spiritual advice. Guys, can't wait to see you again. Have a great day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.